It's right across the river. It is right there in front of them. And they decide to unpack and settle down for a few more days. I don't know about you, but I'd be at that place where it's like, wait a minute, I packed this morning, everything's packed, I'm ready to go, the promised land's right there, let's go do it. I've been waiting for this, let's get at it, right? Let's go get in that land, God's promised it for it, let's go do it. And yet they unpack, and if you go further, the next verse in the text, it says, two days later, their leaders went through the camp, two days later. Three days they had to wait to get into the promised land. They were anxious. They, I'm sure, ready. They, the promised land's right. They had to wait for the moment when the priests would walk through carrying the presence of God in, in the Ark of the Covenant. They had to wait for the moment when God came through, through into their life and said, Today's the day. Now's the time. See, when that fresh start comes, you have to make sure that you take your life and you put it in sync with God's direction. You have to make sure that when the fresh start comes, the fresh start is coming because you're saying, look, this isn't just a fresh start. This is a fresh start according to God's purposes in my life. This is a fresh start that comes from God. This is a fresh start that is a, a God-directed moment uh, in my life. See, we can look around at our marriages, we can look around our relationships, our work life, we can look at all kinds of places in our life and see, man, we need a fresh start. But it's only going to work if the fresh start is according to what God wants. Not according to what we want, not according to what we desire, but according to what God wants. See, we're on this fresh start today as a, as a people of God in this place, and it's an awesome day, it's fantastic. But it's only going to continue if it's what God wants. It's only going to work. This room's only going to get filled if it's what God blesses. See, it has to be according to God's time. Now, some of you probably here at, at this service, some of the first service people may remember this, but uh, you, you guys don't know this. You might hear it for the first time. Back in 1982... Uh, I came and preached at Christ Church. Uh, only, I think, one, two Sundays. You know, pastor Fryer was here, was the pastor, and, and I was just, you know, fresh out of seminary and serving in an associate position in the south side. And uh, Pastor Fryer was good buddies with my senior pastor, and he called him up and said, hey, send up the kid. That, that was me then, the kid. I know it's hard to believe, but... Send up the kid. I came up and I preached at uh, Christ Church in, uh, in like 1982. And I can tell you, in 1982, I knew this day was going to come. I knew it. In that one experience of being at Christ Church, God put it on my heart that this day was going to come for this church. And ever since then, I knew. I just kept praying that I'd have the privilege to be part of what God was going to do in this place. I mean, all you had to do was be there and, and see the opportunity. But it was only going to work when God was ready for it to work. You see that? 
It wouldn't have worked in 1982. It only worked because now is the time that God says to Christ's church, this is the moment. This is the time. This is the opportunity for this fresh start to create another future for this congregation. And the same is true in our personal lives. There are those times when God just needs to advent into our lives and say, now is the time. It's time for a fresh start. And we get our lives in sync with what God wants. Now, if you're going to get ready for that fresh start and and be in in sync with what God wants, then the next thing uh, comes into play. You've got to be ready to step out You got to pull away all of the the stuff that you've you've covered to cope with. You got to pull away all the curtains and look at your life the way it really is. You got to look at it and see it the way God sees it. Let's look at the text for a minute. It says in verse five, Joshua told the people. I'm creating the obstacle for God to work in my life. You see, you can't accomplish the fresh start according to what God wants to do in your life if you don't get real with your life and your relationship with God. You need to be able to look at your life and understand and be able to face those things. It says in the text, you see, if you do that, He's going to do some amazing things for us. God can't do those amazing things if you don't give Him the room to do it, if you don't get real with what's going on in your life. So you need to get clean. You need to face the anger. You need to face the bitterness. You need to face some of the resentment you're holding on to. You need to face that thing, that burden that you've been carrying for so long. You need to face the stuff that's just wrong in your life that you know this is not the way God wants me to be. you just got to face that stuff. But when you face it, it becomes the opportunity for the fresh start. Because now it's God's timing. Now it's God's timing. You get it in God's timing. You get real with your life. You face those things. And then you step out ready for the new territory. Ready for the new territory, knowing that that new territory is going to have some obstacles. Look at the text again. Uh, God's so practical with the people. What they don't know 
is the promised land. When you get that fresh start, you've got to remember, you're going to enter into some new territory. You see, it's new territory because now God is doing something different in your life. It's a fresh start. It's according to God's time, and you come clean with the rest of the stuff in your life. You're giving God room to work. And when you enter into that new territory, it's going to be new. Because God's going to be working your life in a new and a different way that you haven't experienced before. And when God, God, God starts working in your life, it's going to be new. It's going to be amazing. But it's also going to come with obstacles. For the people of Israel, it says that they were uh, there at the River Jordan. And they're getting ready to go into this new territory. And as soon as they get to the new territory, they've got some obstacles, some challenges. And the only answer the text gives us of how you deal with that is in the end of that verse. It's I'll tell you what it is, right? What's the symbol of the presence of God? It is the power of God present in the life of the people, right? It's right there in the chest. What do they have to do? When they enter the new territory, they've got to make sure their focus is in the right place. And their focus can't be on themselves. Their focus can't be on what I want. Their focus can't be on what I desire. Their focus has to be on the chest. You've got to focus when you enter into the new territory. What is God going to do? What, in this fresh start, what is it that God's bringing me to? What activity is God doing? Just keep your focus and look for those places where God's already working in your life. Look for the presence of God in your life. You see, when you get into new territory, you're going to get anxious. You're going to get fearful. You're going to get tempted to fall back into those old habits. You've got to keep focused on the presence of God. And following that presence. And when you follow that presence, even though you face the obstacles, it's possible to overcome them. Now, the people of God were going to face some tremendous obstacles getting ready to go into the Jordan. Uh, the text says that they were right there at the Jordan. Jordan is flooded. Now, my house is not too far from, uh, from the river, you know, and uh, we watch the water just come up our street, you know, every, you know, springtime when the melt happens and, and we, the high water don't travel and, you know, you just watch the water come up and you say, well, that's an obstacle. And you wonder how far it's going to go. Uh, for them, for the people of God, see, usually the Jordan River is at its widest place, like 40 feet wide. Not bad, right? But in the springtime, in the springtime, when the flood comes, it blows over its banks. It can be, it can be up to 150 feet deep and a mile wide. Big obstacle? Whoa! They're standing there, ready for a fresh start, and they have to face the possibility of this tremendous obstacle. 
when you cross into the new territory, there's going to be obstacles. And some of them are going to look really overwhelming. What do you do? God tells the people of Israel what to do. He tells them about the ark. And the ark is supposed to go out in front of them. And then he gives them an interesting an interesting uh, teaching. He says... presence of God there in the ark. But he says, now wait a minute, don't get too close. Give it some room. About half a mile. Give it some room. When you enter into the new territory, you're going to be anxious. You're going to be tempted to fall backwards. What you need to do is just stay focused on the presence of God and give God room to work. Give God room and time to work in your life. When you go in that new territory, you're going to be tempted to give up. You need to give God time. You need to give God room. You need to give Him the opportunity to do these amazing things in the midst of the obstacles you face. How's that happen? The text says in the next verses, Come. God is telling them, look, you're standing in front of the Jordan and it's flooded and you're looking at the Jordan saying, wow, how are we going to get over that obstacle? And God in the text is saying, listen, that's a small one. You've got a bigger obstacle coming with all those Jebusites and all the other sites when you get into the new land. You've got a bigger obstacle. So here's the deal. I'm going to do something amazing in your life right now to prove to you and show you how incredible I am in your life. So when you face an even bigger obstacle, all you have to do is remember. Remember what I can do. Remember. Remember my promises. Remember what I can do. Just remember this day. He's got the people right there, and he says, just remember how amazing I can be. You may remember there was a time in our world when uh, we believed that no human being could run under a four-minute mile, right? And uh, it goes back, way back, where where, uh, they tried to motivate runners to break the four-minute mile. In fact, it goes back to the Greeks. And the Greeks came up with an interesting motivation theory on how to get their runners to break the four-minute mile. What they would do is they'd send the runner off, and then right behind them they'd let loose a wild animal. Is that good motivation, you think? It didn't work. I mean, the animal, I I guess, got fed, but they didn't break the four-minute mile, right? They they tried all kinds. They had them drink tiger's milk, thinking, you know, that sounds like a commercial, doesn't it? Drink tiger's milk. It didn't work, right? 
For years and years and years, people believed it was absolutely impossible for anyone to break the four-minute mile until Roger Bannister finally broke the four-minute mile. Now, you know what's fascinating? The year after he broke the four-minute mile, 300 runners broke the four-minute mile. Isn't that awesome? How could that happen? How could you go so long with people not able to break it? One guy breaks it in the next year, 300. Because they remembered, they listened, they looked, and they knew it was possible. When you get in the new territory of that fresh start, you've got to just give God room to work. And in the midst of the obstacle, you've got to remember who you're dealing with, how amazing God is and what He can do. So He takes the people to the river. And he gives them the challenge now. In this fresh start, you got to just step out and be faith-focused. Step out and be faith-focused. It says this in the text. Just watch the sacred chest that belongs to the Lord, the ruler of the whole earth. Isn't that awesome? Where Has he done this before? I mean, this whole river parting thing? I mean, didn't he do this before? I mean, there was a time when there was this Red Sea thing and the people were there and there was chariots and Pharaoh and they were coming at them and the Red Sea was there and it was big and it was wide and they all said, we're going to die. Why did you lead us out here? And Moses raises up the staff and the water rolls back and the people go through. Didn't he do this before? You see, he takes the people right there to the Jordan. He says, look, remember. Remember who you're dealing with. I'm the God who does incredible fresh starts. I brought you out of bondage in Egypt, and I brought you to this new fresh start. Just take the step. Can you imagine the first priest who was carrying that pole? And he had to walk up to the edge of that water there. He had to walk up there and he had to lift that foot and he had to take that step. Didn't he? He had to take that step that just trusted God would do it again. He had to take the step in a fresh start. you got to have a focused God confidence that says, Our God is so incredible. He can do this thing. See, we're in this room today. We're in this incredible facility today because some people at Christ Church got together and they said, God can do this thing because we know we can't. When we started this process, there was no way a church that was worshiping, you know, 60 people on Sunday morning could accomplish this incredible facility. And yet you're sitting in it today. Why? Because there were some people who were who were godly, who God was putting things on their heart, and, and they said, look, you need to step forward. You need, you need to step out. You need to do what I'm putting on your heart and go into this new territory. You need to just be able to take that step. We're here because people just took a step trusting God more than anything. A fresh start. A fresh start happens when you just 
take the step and look at the text. It says the Israelites packed up. What was their response? Gave these people an incredible fresh start. Now what's even more awesome? Look at the next the next verse. No What's really awesome in the text? That priest, not only did he not get his foot wet, he didn't give his foot muddy. He went out into the middle of the lake, in the middle of the Jordan River. And it was dry. How amazing is God? You see, He can create that fresh start in your life. He created this day. He created this fresh start. He worked in the hearts and the lives of the people here to bring us to this moment. And He's got some incredible, amazing things in front of us. But we have to be a people who still keep taking the step. And he's got some new territory for us to, to achieve. And the same is true in your life. Look at your life. Look at those places where you're distant. Look at those places that aren't working. Look at those things that you just need to come to God and say, it needs to be you, God. And ask him for that fresh start. And give him the room to work. And listen to what he says. And stay focused on his presence in your life. And take the step in His time. Let's pray. Father, we come to You today and we thank You. We thank You for the privilege we've got of being here this morning. Not just in this room, but the privilege we have of knowing that You're present. Of knowing that You look at each of our lives and You see how, how fresh and new they can be each day. You look at our lives and You see what they can accomplish and how amazing they can be for you. Father, we pray today, speak to each one of us and open that territory in front of us and overcome those obstacles and help us to take that step that stays focused on you and trusts you more than anything. We ask this humbly in Jesus' name. Amen.